0: Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to Veterans Corner Radio podcasts, information for and about veterans. Today, host Bill Hodges has a conversation with Karen Wooster, the Executive Director of Wreaths Across America. Karen Worcester has a wonderful story to tell about one family's desire to make a difference and in doing so, have brightened all of our lives. Hundreds of thousands of wreaths are placed on our veterans' graves each year by this organization and the thousands of volunteers that make it a part of their Christmas. But the organization is much more. Continue listening to hear all of the opportunities they offer and how you can be of service. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner Radio on Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges.
1: Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. We've got a great guest today, but remember, you might want to have a paper and pencil ready. If there's someone else in the house, bring them in. If you're riding in the car listening, don't try to write it down. Go to the podcast. You can go back there and get all the information you want off the podcast. Our guest today is from Reese Across America, the executive director, Karen Worcester. Karen, what a pleasure to have you on the program.
2: Well, it's a pleasure to be here, sir. Thanks for having me.
1: Just to let everybody know, and I, it, it astounded me, you are the CEO of a very large organization, and you don't take a salary?
2: No, I don't. And uh, when we talk about the history a little bit, you'll understand a little bit more. And I I can share that now if you want me to Sure, go right ahead. Well, Wreath Across America is a 501c3. And what we do is we have a mission to remember the fallen, honor those that serve, but most importantly, to teach the next generation the value, the cost of freedom. But we didn't start out as a 501C3 back in 1992. My family, having always been in the balsam products business, had a surplus of balsam wreaths. And it was the middle of December. And my husband, who is a real patriot, wanted to do something uh, meaningful with the wreaths that would, you know, be more than just hand them out. And uh, so he recalled a trip that he won as a paperboy to Arlington when he was only 12 years old. That was a long time ago. But he was really impressed with rows and rows of of the stones and what they stood for, even as a boy. So long story short, he got permission. I reached out to a local politician. They reached out to Arlington and got permission for my family to take five thousand leftover wreaths to place on gravestones there as a thank you. And this is a lesson for our children. So we did that in 1992. Volunteer friend with a truck. We loaded them up, my husband, one of our sons, a couple other people, met a few people there, and it took them all day long to place 5,000 Rees in Section 27, which is the Civil War section, oldest section in the cemetery. The impact that it had on my kids and my husband when they returned home, they just kept saying names, you know, I saw this name, I saw that name, I saw a lot of unknowns. It just was so personal. And he. I remember him saying, you couldn't help, but as you place the wreath to say the name. So we just vowed as a family, as long as they'd let us do that, we'd do it. And so every year from 1992 up through 2005, we would stop what we were doing, made the wreath special from that point on, would go down and place the wreath and come home. And it just was such a great lesson for our kids, you know, just to be there and, just get this was personal so anyway 2005 a pentagon photographer took a picture of the wreaths against the stones or the light snow it went crazy on their internet page wow and my dear husband who to this day has never sent an email had a business email and by the end of december 2005 he had thousands of emails and we were getting thousands of letters. People were, is this true? You know, this is so moving. We were getting calls. And people just wanted to be part of what we were doing. So 2005, that year when we went to Arlington, it was a little crazy. 2006, I mean, because this happened in 2005. So by the, by the following winter 2006, it seemed like everybody in the world knew what we were doing and wanted to participate. I, I thought and it went
1: on forever. I didn't realize this was, I mean, it's been a part of my life, I guess, almost since must have been that time. I didn't realize it wasn't well back in the past.
2: Yeah, well, we were we did just Allenton up until the first time that we did any more than Allenton was in 2006 because we got so many calls that we decided you know we would then do ceremonial wreaths for anybody that asked we reached out to the um civil air patrol as you must know an uh auxiliary of the uh, air force and they helped us uh place those ceremonial wreaths and when we got to Allenton, um, and actually to back up a little bit, when we were getting ready to go, we started getting calls from people that said, can you stop on your way and talk to the kids here about what you're doing? Could you stop at VFW? So what used to take my husband a day took a week because he would stop and talk to kids about, you know, going to Allenton. And when we got to the cemetery um, in, in 2006, there were probably a couple thousand people there and 70 or 80 TV stations from literally all over the world. And it just, people wanted to to participate in what we were doing. So by 2007, we knew we had to do something. It was beyond us. So we, people that had helped us over the years as volunteers, we formed the 501C3 in 2007. And it's just gone crazy since then. And so I serve because this has been a part of my life since 1992 I guess. and and the impact. And the mission to remember on a teach came to us in, in that year uh, from the time 2005, when the were laid until we got to the point 2007, we really listened to what the veterans were saying. We listened to what Goldstaff families were saying. These people were writing to us and calling us and wanting to participate. And I remember we got a call one time from, I think it was somebody from the military order of World Wars and they came all the way to Maine. And we went in this little coffee shop for lunch and we told them, you know, we we didn't know what we're doing. This was a family thing. And it it really hit home with us because he told my husband and I that, you know I don't know what what really has struck this nerve but right now you have an opportunity to speak for the American veterans. He told us to listen carefully. (laughs) and be a voice, and that's what our mission has been to do is to try to to hook the 1% with the 99% and, uh, you know, have people understand what the sacrifice is. So it's grown uh, from 2007 when it was 5,000 reeds to last year, 2021, it was uh, 3,100 locations and 2.4 million reeds. So the message is out there, and we love
1: it. I'm a member of MOWW. And the the, the slogan or, or the 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 lifeline of that organization is it's better to serve than to be served. And many individuals do lots of different things. And it's neat to hear that they were a part of that beginning. Oh, absolutely.
2: Yeah, they sure were. And you know, you're absolutely right. We also, in addition to our um remember on a teach mission, every year we have a theme. And this year our theme is find a way to serve. And uh, that is so important. And as we do, we do work all year round, we you know we are known for place and readings, but we have a huge teach initiative. We are so proud of the curriculum that we've developed with a group of other organizations that range from the Medal of Honor uh, Society to Random Acts of Kindness Foundation, to try to teach kids character, to try to teach them responsibility, to get the point home that we aren't gifted freedom, we're entrusted with it. And in order for for the next generation to value it enough to fight for it, they have to grow to love it. That one of the most important interviews I ever did in my life, and I I beat this like a slow horse all the time. I interviewed Roger Donlin, first Medal of Honor recipient, Vietnam War, and I said, Roger, what's what's the biggest thing we can do? And he said, Well, we need to teach our children to love this country because they're being bombarded every day with so many ideologies and ideas about this country. This is the greatest country in the world. We have freedom at great sacrifice, but we will not have freedom if we don't teach the next generation.
1: You know, it's funny. Somebody was berating America to me the other day, and I said, well, where else would you like to live? And they went blank. And I said, you know, if if we're not so good, where is it you want to go? Well, I don't want to go anywhere. You know, it doesn't mean we can't improve. We can't get better. But you have to understand with freedom comes responsibility. That's my drum.
2: Yeah, and that is my line, too. We have that in common.
1: You know, it is so important to accept responsibility. By the way, just for those that tuned in a little late, my guest today is Reese Across America Executive Director Karen Worcester. It's really nice to have you on the program because it's important that people understand that you're not just something that happens at Christmas.
2: Right. Absolutely. We have our TEACH program that is a, a character building, you know, just a character development and service projects that kids can find online. It's a conglomeration of a lot of TEACH materials. It is, is headed up by an amazing woman Goldstar mother, Cindy Tatum. Uh, incredible story. They received a word that their son Daniel had died on Christmas Day. Um, the courage and strength the love that she puts into this mission and everything she does to teach others to love this country. Go to readsacrossamerica.org. You can see all the things that we do from our teach initiative to our flag waving program. Um, we work with every other organization. Um, one of the things that we do, we're often asked what we do for Living Veterans, we developed a program early on, a sponsorship program, so that communities can go out and get sponsorships for Reeds to come to their community. And if they're a 501c3 a VF W youth group, whatever, um, they sign up for this program. And for every $15 sponsorship that they get for a wreath, they get $5 back to serve in their local community. And to date, we have given back over $18 million to support these groups at the local level. And many, many of those are veterans uh, support organizations. So we believe we all have to work together for the greater good. And uh, you can find all of those programs on WreathacrossAmerica.org. We also have a radio station and a fantastic uh, Facebook page too.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to talking to Jeff Pierce with your radio station. I would love to pair up with him and help whatever I can do. Uh, and of course, Amber, uh, your public relations person, has just been absolutely outstanding. I really appreciate her help. Speaking of help, if people want to become active in your organization, not just for Christmas, but maybe all over, or find out the other times that they can do something. How would they do that?
2: Go to reasonacrossamerica.org and you can find all the programs there. And I, I would be remiss not to take an opportunity to say that my husband and I get a lot of credit for Reads Across America, and that is just Unfair because as if, as I said in the beginning, it was a groundswell of people that wanted to honor the veterans the same way that we do. And every single one of our almost 3,500 locations now is put together. The locations are run by volunteers. The sponsorships are gathered by volunteers. Shout out to the trucking industry. Over 90% of our REs, last year, 2.4 million, were delivered in volunteer trucks wow. by trucking industry and companies. We couldn't do it without the support of the trucking industry. So next time Um, you
1: see a big truck in front of you around Christmas time, they may be volunteering with these wreaths.
2: They're recognizable because they'll have a wreath on the front of their truck, too, because we make sure everybody leaves with that wreath. And by the way, it's such an opportunity for people to get involved.
1: What is your husband's name? You haven't given that yet. You've said (laughs) some nice things, but I think he needs (laughs) credit.
2: He certainly does. His name is Morrill. He did not serve. He was in college during Vietnam and he, but I will tell you, uh, tribute to him um, in 2006, when when we knew the, the event was going to be different. My adult children at the time had a statue commissioned for my husband, and it speaks to character. The inscription on that little statue of a, of a service person laying in a wreath on a grave, it read, Marl Worcester, um, husband, father, son, patriot, who taught us to give freely, love deeply, and always reach down and grab another gear. And those are good words for the whole country to to strive to meet, to be a good character, to find a way to serve, and to remember, honor, and teach. I would like to
1: point out something you said. He didn't serve. He is serving now. My producer, Vern Hendricks, Vern didn't serve in the military, but he spends hundreds of hours on these programs, and that is service. And and it's nice to hear, thank you for your service, but it's also good to watch people like your husband and Vern, who do things today to help the veterans. And it's just fabulous. I'm excited about Reads Across America, and I hope that we'll get together again in the very near future. What is the website again? And give it twice very slowly. Reese
2: across America.org, and I'll spell it. It's W R E A T H S across America.org. And we also have Reese Radio on iHeart, and our Facebook page is just booming. We love the stories. We share stories of those that serve to teach kids through character of those that are sacrificed. And um, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it.
1: Well, my guest today, as I've said before, is Reese across America, Executive Director. Karen Worcester, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being with Veterans Corner Radio today and remember it's going to be in our, in November and December that you're going to be able to be of great service by going down to your various places and putting these reeds out across the and it's beautiful when you look at the field and you see all these gravestone and all these wonderful wreaths. So make sure you find out locally who you have to contact. You can do that through their website. You're unique, you're special, you're great. Tell yourself so often because you are, you know. And thank you for listening to Veterans Corner Radio.
0: You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Before we go, here's a quick final thought. Why not take a minute to follow or mark Veterans Corner Radio podcasts as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be among the first to be notified when new episodes of the podcast are released. And thanks for listening to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts.